Welcome to the Black Mind Garden, where we are remapping minds so you can create a life you design. If you are ready to be a fly on the wall for some deep and delicious conversation, then you're in the right place. This podcast is all about planting new thought seeds and empowering our black minds to go deeper, touching on topics that most people may not think to think about. And we do this with everyday real people who are just trying to make a difference in the world. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, Master NLP and Hypnosis Practitioner and Trainer, Author, Speaker and Coach and the Founder of the Black Mind Garden Community. I'm here to motivate, empower and inspire you to be powerfully in the driver's seat of your mind and think outside the box so you can have the deepest experience of joy, success, freedom and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now, let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another mind remapping meal for you. Okay, y'all, let's get meta. Welcome back to the Black Mind Garden, y'all, where we're creating, we are remapping minds and creating the lives we design. You know, this uh, sister doc here that we have on today, it has been a long time coming. <laughs> I've been, we've been trying to uh, coordinate this for a good year, even though the Black Mind Garden technically hasn't been in existence for that long. I'm talking about from the previous podcast. And so um, she is one of my closest friends, uh, respected colleagues. She's like family. She owns the uh, Mind Body Wellness Center here in the A with me, um, meaning not with me owning the center, but in the a- Atlanta with me. <laughs> I've known her for, oh, I think we've got like 10, we've got at least a decade um, now. And she is an amazing doctor and she's also an amazing um spiritual, medical, intuitive. So, and that's what we're talking about today. We are talking about the importance of of, um, spirituality in our lives. And so I am happy to welcome Dr. K, Dr. Catherine E.F. Phillips, the full name, (laughs) affectionately known to me as Dr. K. What's going on, sis? Hi, uh, thank you for having me. I'm glad to finally be here. Like you said, it's been a long time coming and we finally did it. So I'm ready to get going. I'm ready, ready. <laughs> <laughs> all of, you know, we, we finally get to put um, all of our conversations that are usually, you know, sort of like between us, these like elevated conversations. We finally get to put it on loudspeaker. Right. We have some deep conversations, you know. Okay, we have other people at the table this time. Okay, gotcha. That's right. That's right. So, so I mean, first, I want the audience to who's listening to kind of get to know who you are um, and and what you do. So, just go ahead and talk about that. Okay. Well, um, on the professional side, um, like you already mentioned in the intro, I own Mind Body Spirit Wellness Center. It's an integrative practice in Atlanta, in the um, Cobb County area of Atlanta, where you can get integrated in with the conventional medicine, you can get natural healing options and holistic 
addressing you like the whole you, your mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, all of the, the different realms of you are addressed, assessed, and spoken to. And I also am an author. I um, wrote my book, No Time to Waste. It's now a bestseller, so I'm excited about that. I could call myself a best-selling author. <laughs> and I'm also um, a global speaker. I speak on um, anything under the framework of mental wholeness, physical wholeness, spiritual wholeness, um, all around the world. For anyone who is looking for that level of transformation, I'm also a personal development coach. So I pretty much come into your life and help you walk the day-to-day -day journey that you're on, whether it's your wellness journey or just your personal life journey or your purpose alignment journey, um, figuring out your spiritual gifts journey, whatever it is, wherever you are now, I help people map out plays, accelerate manifestation, and um, continue promoting high level healing on a personal level. And I, let's see, let's see. The medical intuitive piece, um, I, alongside being an MD, I can also infuse intuition um, through my spiritual gifts and aiding me with basically seeing and identifying things that are in the more metaphysical or supernatural um, things that people don't necessarily have to tell me or are even able to articulate themselves. It, it aids me in being picked that up and use that towards the high level care that I'm able to help people with, whether it's coaching um, or what, whatever it is, speaking. Mm -hmm. uh, I also, on, a pers on the personal side, I'm a wife, I'm a mother. Um, I have a four-year-old girl. <laughs> and uh, so I have uh, the practice and her are like my two babies, my two four-year-olds. <laughs> and I, um, I, I don't know, it's, it's so weird when you talk about your personal self. It's like, what do I like now? I like traveling a lot. <laughs> I'm an athlete. Uh, so in my spare time, I'm usually like recharging my battery myself through music, dance, sports, or quality time with the, with the family away, traveling away. And that's it. Well, that's, that's, that's a good bit. You know, <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I just realized is that in all the years I've known you, I've never seen you dance huh <laughs> we've never danced together i've never seen you dance i don't know that you've ever seen me dance isn't that weird that is weird i mean like been, we? i've loosely like we've been at probably like some sort of celebration or something that some people we've never usually you're either throwing the celebration and managing or I'm throwing a celebration and managing yeah. but there's there's never been a place where we've been where we've been like out and just like rocking and dancing and having not fun all out there like not the two-step but like I've never seen because I know you salsa and you um, belly dance and I've never seen it I've never seen it and I do more like Crazy. African dance and yeah yeah, we have to do one of those 
You know, so no matter how long you know a person, you guys, <laughs> no matter how long you know a person, there's always new things to discover because we have over a decade of knowing each other in various capacities as mom, friends, as sisters, as spiritual friends, as colleagues, as mentor, mentee, um, bi-directional, <laughs> you know, and, and there's this whole place there's this whole area of life where we don't know each other. That's crazy. It is. It is actually. Very interesting. <laughs> well, um, that's one, that's like the first lesson of the day, y'all. That no matter how <laughs> long you've known someone, you there's always something new to discover, right? It's not that you never know them, it's just that there's always something new to discover. And that's the way you keep friendships and relationships alive is keep discovering keep discovering the people in your life you know keep being curious but I just never realized that until just this moment I thought that was interesting oh yeah yeah I think that perhaps like every time we meet up for like our our dates like our brunch or lunch it should be like a share something new yeah that's the problem we always be meeting for brunch and lunch we never meet in the evening where there's music <laughs> <laughs> what it is oh well so you know one of the things that I wanted to chat about that I think that hasn't really been spoken much about or at all on our show is this this expansive concept of spirituality right um I think that uh a, a lot of the core healing that we can do you know, of course, there's like the, there's the things that we can do in our life physically, the, the clean eating, the, the movement, the activity to keep the metabolism going and to like keep energy dispersing um, the, you know, it's the mental aspects, the personal development. But spiritual development, I think, speaks to the core of all of that. Right. And um, I think when people hear spirituality, they automatically collapse it with religiosity with religion and there's nothing wrong with having a religion and what we want to talk about is like what's beyond that mm -hmm. how do we expand ourselves spiritually and tune in to ourselves spiritually beyond that you know a lot of the and, and you know a lot of the work that I do with the unconscious mind there's a lot of crossover inside of that, right? It's, it's getting in touch with the, the unconscious mind. I say the higher self, but there's a lot of access inside of that to doing the work that you do, which goes beyond that. So, I mean, I'd love for you to talk about sort of the expanded, your expanded context for spirituality. Uh, um. I feel that as a society, we have put spirituality into a box, right? Because I can honestly say that right now, spirituality is trending, right? <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> is it not? <laughs> you know, so anytime something starts trending, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going to ruin it. You know, like every time. Right. <laughs> because then you get these like bite-sized versions, definitions, outlooks on it, because people are like, I just want some of that, you know? So if I have a whole bunch of crystals, am I spiritual? You know, I, I've got mm -hmm. 
uh, healing stones in my hair and all over my body. Am I more spiritual now? You know, and so when things get start trending, they seem to like diminish in value. So I take the stance of just reintroducing people to, like you said, the depth of spirituality, which is so mm -hmm. deep it cannot fit into any box. Like we can't even right. fix ourselves to even grasp all that it is. And right. um, what I do is I attach to that, which I understand at the level I'm at now. And I use that to keep going and keep unfolding and keep digging. And then I pull other people along with you because this is like one thing that will seep into every aspect of your life, every Absolutely. single everything you touch, everything you do, think, say, act, it will be shown, you know, like a reflection immediately. So it's not something to be ignored. And I think um, you touched on one of the biggest uh, misconceptions is the whole spirituality versus religion thing. So I think through my defining it, I can draw that distinction between the two is, um, first of all, it's not like a good, bad, you know, right, right. wrong, <laughs> you know, it's right. gotta right. be anti one and for one. Um, right. I actually greatly respect and appreciate both. I, I do. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel religion to be like the clothes that you wear, right? Like the outer armor or the outer, you know, apparel that you have that identifies um, certain characteristics on how you move. You know, you're abiding by certain doctrine or certain dogma or um, yeah. structures or infrastructure within whatever yeah. you're identifying with. You probably grew That's up. That's what I'd say. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like a bad thing. Now it can be misused, but so can anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I could use my water for evil. You know, like. <laughs> 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 so. Um, that's what we're experiencing is some people not fully understanding religion and how to apply it in real life. And then it's perceived as a negative thing, but you can actually use religion to deepen your spirituality if you are wise enough to pair them in that way. And right. spirituality is, is, it's less about the doctrine, the dogma, the principles, um, you know, wear this, don't wear that, go to church on this day, don't go, you know, it's, it's just more about your connection and your flow, mm -hmm. right? So connection, just some sort of core centering, right? Or a grounding, a connection to something greater than you, right? Right. And understanding that there's something at work that is larger than you and that is omnipotent, basically. And whatever name you assign to that is whatever name you assign to that. Um, if you want to call it an essence, if you want to call it spirit, if you want to call it energy, if you want to call it chi, if you whatever we want to call it, um, that which sparked you, like created you, that which ignited your existence, right? A connection to that, but then also a connection to humanity. Right, so part of spirituality includes how you're interacting with other people of this realm. And uh, you have the centering with yourself, the centering with your creator, the centering across with humanity. And then it involves the flow that I mentioned. So basically the flow for me is just how you are um, navigating this experience. 
that we call life, right? Mm-hmm. How is it occurring for you? You know, what are you making of it? What are you accomplishing in it? And how are you using it to empower and uplift humanity, right? Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think, you know, one thing that you said that was just really interesting that, you know, kind of listening and kind of flowing in, inside of the energy of what you're saying, but there was something that popped up, which is having to know. Mm. Like people are like, am I spiritual if I do this? Am I spiritual if I do that? Having to know what it means to be spiritual, right? And there's something really great that you're pointing to, and that is there is an essence of unknown that we have to be comfortable with inside of this experience of connectedness, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, there is this flow and while we can co-create the flow, we can't control the flow totally. Mm-hmm. And there's got, to, and, and the, I think part of the essence of spirituality embodies that allowing, the allowing and the being comfortable with the not knowing because in the not knowing comes the creation, the co-creation, right? And I just, I just love like all of like the 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 create the, the connection with um, the higher power, you know, the, the something bigger than self, the connection with humanity, connection with self, and then that that fluid navigating all of it, the all of it, right? Mm-hmm. The experience. That's just, it's beautiful. And there's some, there's, there's like, we are a human race of people <laughs> that has to know. I mean, this is like all, this is science, right? Evidence-based. We got studies for everything. We got, you know, we got the definitions of every time, anytime you try to define spirituality, it's no longer spiritual. Exactly. You know? And so just to like be willing to be in that unknown and that flow is what, what deepens the connection itself mm-hmm. and has the experience be more fluid. It's not going to, oh, here's the other thing. Here's the other, here's the other um, myth or misconception about spirituality. You're going you're gonna to love this. It's got to feel good oh. all the time. <laughs> People think, oh, you're so spiritual. It's like, la di da. And yeah, you're like, you know, skipping through daisies, you know. And yeah. man, it's it's like you, it's exactly like you said. It's how you navigate the experience because the experience is the experience. Life is life. The world is the world. Now, what are you going to do about it? You know, like, how are you going to be about it? Yeah, I think that's um, the most powerful thing to realize about life is that you're painting it as you go. So when you talk about this, the unknown, you, you're going to be on one side of the fence or the other. The unknown can be terrifying to you. Because it's like, I really, I don't know. Like, that's the unknown. Like, I don't know what's out there. It could be something that hurts me. It could be something that's not working in my greatest good. It could be whatever. Or you can choose, you can make a choice to be on this side of the fence where it's like, 
the unknown. Yes, like a blank canvas. Like I can create whatever I want. Like it's like nothing is there, which means anything can be there, you know? So right. it's just like perception. It's just a, a change right. of perception on where you fall and that, and then that equates to where you fall in life. Like you're either yeah. one of the people that life is happening to you and it's like, I'm a victim and I can't control it. Or you're on the other side where it's like, I'm literally creating and manifesting week after week. Like I'm yeah. painting my future as we speak. And, and look, like being someone who sees it as a blank canvas doesn't mean there's not going to be fear there because fear is a normal emotion, right? It's, you know, you can lean into that though, right? Exactly. It's like, Oh, it's unknown. And sometimes it's like, yes, it's an unknown I can create. And sometimes it's like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, I don't know what's gonna happen. And mm -hmm. I got butterflies in my stomach, but I'm gonna lean into it because mm -hmm. there's something calling, or there's something I'm hearing, or I'm something I'm losing, or I have, let's use the word faith. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's the understanding that your reality like the what you call life your reality is like a straight mirror reflection of you so you mm -hmm. live life not what you want but who you are that's mm -hmm. exactly we'll say it again i don't know what i do <laughs> he said i'm gonna I'm repeat it you, you like me you, you with me you get in life not what you what'd you say you you, you said life not what you want but that which you, you are who you are Girl. yeah who you are who you are <laughs> so if you're an authentic person of integrity you're just elevating spiritually you're connect you know like you're gonna see more of that in your everyday life you're gonna gravitate towards that you're gonna attract more people like that you're gonna yeah. attract more situations like that like it's just like unlike 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 right mm -hmm. so i think that's very important for people to understand especially during the times that we are in it seems like you know, just yesterday, uh, a patient was like, oh, here we go again. Like, first it's the virus, then it's the vaccines. Then they're like, now you can go in the world, but we're going to take your gas. You know, like, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> did, you see, did you see, look, did you see my reel about the gas? You got to go on to see my reel. I was like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, but it was like, you could see what side of the fence, yeah. right? <laughs> so for a lot of people, it's like life is crashing, crashing. They just yeah. can't get a break. And I'm just like, well, let me help you create your break. You know, like, <laughs> like I was over here, I'm bothered. <laughs> by, by like, oh, oh, what? There's no gas? Oh, okay. Let me just go down the street to Kroger where there was no line, no wait. <laughs> Plenty of gas, oh, yeah. full tank. You know, I was like, oh, there's no gas? Where? Because there was gas down the street. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was like, I filled up and yep. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> you just take action through a more empower, yeah. empowered lens than a panic. Exactly. Lens. Your results exactly. are better each and every time. So let's, um, let's talk about this for a second. I just, I just, I just want to point to something because, you know, the world is the way the world is because mm -hmm. people operate out of panic, right? Mm -hmm. 
So if the gas line gets hiked and the gas stops and then people go and, man, I was seeing pictures, people go and fill up jugs and jugs and jugs of gas to drive away. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? Shortage. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, I, I think that a lot of, you know, of course there's injustice. Of course there's people who do things out of, you know, who are <laughs> outside of our, our uh, how shall I say, our highest level of humanity, right? Yeah. Our highest level of, of, of potential of humanity, right? There's people who operate outside of that, who just do bad stuff. And there is where there is where the focus is directed, that's what we'll continue to create. Right. And it's a hard pill to swallow, yeah. but it's what's so. Yeah. The more you focus on fear, right? The more you focus, like you said, one side, other side. The more you focus on what's what you don't want and the fear rather than focus on what you're creating or what there is to be created or what you want to create or what the world, the vision of X, Y, Z, right? The more people that start to do that, the more we're going to see shifting. Yeah, yeah. That That's pretty much what I was trying to describe with the world as a mirror. And you'll just, it's kind of like when you're in a relationship and you're like snooping through the boyfriend's phone and you find <laughs> something that's like, but you were snooping. <laughs> You know, like <laughs> you can't be mad if you find something. If you're so, it's it's almost like like what you're seeking is is seeking you simultaneously. So, and that could be like good or not good. You know, and it's right. this giant magnet. It's the law, the law of attraction. It's a law. It's not a thought. like gravity. Not a concept. <laughs> it is a law. So whether you believe in it or not it's gonna happen so it would just be to your best interest to just learn it so you can use it to your advantage and knowing right. that what you focus on is gonna come back to you so um what i always tell people is you know every october i get slammed with the invitations to speak for breast cancer awareness and i'm always like i'm coming but i'm not going to talk about breast cancer i'll talk right. about wellness awareness because if we mm-hmm. can shift narrative to wellness awareness then we attract more wellness and then we don't have to talk about cancer or lose or whatever month it is you know we're just having this propaganda about just enhancing your overall health and we don't have enough just general wellness foundations and 5k runs and general you know like so we're like perpetuating more of that which we are focusing on and we're very much a fear-based people as what we uh, yeah. did, especially within the last two calendar years. So Absolutely. we know that every time we keep failing the test, like we're presented with a situation, respond in fear, panic, chaos, pandemonium, right? We're out of toilet paper, we're out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> we where we are at here as a nation, right? Right. Right. Um, as a world. As a uh, right, as a world. So we need to shift that because that's messing up the vibration of humanity because we're all connected so it's not just like a well i know this so i'm gonna just wait for you to get your act together like no i need to help you bring you up to speed because the more people we have up to speed the more we can raise the vibrations 
as right. a world, like together. And then you'll mm -hmm. start to see a shift in like the worldly occurrences and what's going on. Mm -hmm. And we will stop cycling through these same patterns, you know, where we mm -hmm. were at last year was like civil rights movement, you know. And like, right. like, basically keep going. <laughs> we're kind of we're kind of still there. Right, right. <laughs> and it's and it's like, you know, we're gonna keep get another chance in about 40 years, you know, and 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 just to see where we are like as humanity, like as a connected consciousness together. Right, right. That's why I mean that's you know, you really speak to the crux of why I do what I do and why I know that you do what you do. Um in terms of that that healing of generational trauma, right? Um, I think that, you know, where I am now is, you know, I just really can see that when we heal ourselves and you and I and I think a lot of this I learned from you as well, is like, you know, as we heal ourselves, we heal our ancestors and we heal our descendants. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that is so key um, is breaking those cycles. Mm -hmm. But, but <laughs> one can break a cycle, one. But until many break the cycle, the world is not going to shift, mm -hmm. right? And we have to understand that there can be no light without the darkness. Mm -hmm. And so there will always be points of darkness in the world mm -hmm. and then it's how we respond to that how we deal with that how we interact with that and um there's something that you said that was really poignant and I'm just there's so many things that you said geez Louise and I think that I'm um it's left my left my consciousness at the moment but um I just what I, just to your point, what, what we focus on is what we are, is what we're going to see. Oh, I know what I was going to say is that we got to stop demanding that spirituality be so comfortable all the time. I think that's another, that's the thing that sometimes it will, sometimes it'll be comfortable, it'll be blissful, blissful, you know, when we achieve this, a certain level of depth of connection, it can be blissful. And I think there's a, dis, there can be a discomfort level that because it takes practice. And when you are, especially if you're just starting out, like for those who are listening, if you're just starting a spiritual practice, you have to practice and you have to push past your own identity. Like you're, sometimes you got to push past your own humanity, your own automaticity of your brain to think in a certain way. Mm -hmm. and, um, and that's the part that's discom that's, that, that can be uncomfortable. It's like, um, <laughs> I'm going to tell it myself, it's like me in this ever ongoing uh, journey to not raise my voice at my son. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like really a thing, you know, like I... I, I'm I getting, you know, better and better and better and better. And so the amount of awareness and discomfort and mindfulness and options to do something else, like remembering and connecting that it takes to just sometimes be like, you know what, I'm going to walk away. 
so that I can go calm down my son, you know, <laughs> is a practice and it's uncomfortable at the personal level. And that's how spiritual practice can be sometimes. And I think when you understand that and you, you, you accept that and lean into that, it will not always be blissful. And sometimes it will be blissful. Like when I do that, when I'm successful and then, you know, my son comes and, you know, loves up on me and I can love up on him. And we have those blissful mommy son moments, which happen every single day and often, you know, but it feels even better when I didn't, you know, I chose to do something other than raise my voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I can definitely agree with that, that notion. I think with the work, that's probably one of the most palpable differences when talking about spirituality and religion is the work. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not so much show up here from this time to this time, go back to your regular life. It's spiritual <laughs> entails, <laughs> entails taking a stand for this connection that you have and doing the work, continue to elevate it. So for me, aside from my connection with God, my most favorite part of spirituality is doing the work, is me doing the work. And since doing the work, um, I'm able to enjoy the fruits of my labor on a different level, different capacity than before. And it's not that I wasn't doing any work before, but it's just now I'm able to maneuver it, you know, and help others maneuver it in a way that you get the biggest fruit in the harvest. (laughs) So, you know, work. And when we say spiritual work, a lot of people are looking for the, oh, let me get my tarot cards and let me uh, get my, you know, that there's different capacities of spiritual work you know, an ancestral work mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. initiated to different things. Like there's that, but there's spiritual work of like just everyday life because yeah. we, we are spiritual beings first. Mm-hmm. We're just inhabiting a human body, having a human experience. So you have to understand right. that what you do is going to be the work. And if you commit yeah. to something, if you say you're going to do something, just do it. Right. Like, Nobody put a gun to your head and told you to cut out those pictures for the vision board. Nobody told you, you know, forced you to pick the goals you were trying to hit this quarter. Nobody told you, you know, what you were trying to be in life. You did that. So for me, it was just like, just do what you said. That's the work. And it helps Mm -hmm. me strengthen my top two favorite spiritual principles which are obedience and discipline. Because that is what has had me, my trajectory, just do this, was when I tightened up in those two areas. Um, For me, it's a reflection. The work I do is a reflection of how I even feel about myself. Because if I'm being obedient to what I receive, but then not fulfilling it, like finishing it to completion, you know, then it's kind of like that's it's a reflection of how I feel about myself, my self-worth, my mm-hmm. self-esteem, and what I feel like I deserve and what I desire. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm not even obedient in the first place, <laughs> just not even doing it. So the discipline is huge. And um, 
you know, everywhere, even in scripture, there's, it says obedience is better than sacrifice. Mm -hmm. That's like branded in the forefront of my mind. And that's like the phrase that gets me through anytime I want to quit, stop, give up, throw everything away, just, you know, not do any work today or next or this week. I'm like, there's something that's better than sacrifice. Sign me up. You know, that was like the cheat code for me. Mm -hmm. You could have said burritos were better than sacrifice and I would have bought up all the burritos <laughs> possible. But when I, <laughs> when I found out what it was, because I'm not trying to sacrifice unnecessarily, right? There's right. some sacrifice to be done to get to higher levels, but the avoidable ones, yeah. I can avoid it through obedience, yeah. So when I strengthen my obedience game, whatever I'm receiving, whether it's from God, spirit, ancestors, um, from my coach, from myself, my spiritual faculties, or I'm receiving messages, downloads, I, I act immediately. I don't wait. Yeah. Don't wait. So you point to something when you, you talk about obedience and discipline, and there's, I think there's one thing that has to come even before that, and that's listening. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You have to be able to listen. You have to be able to hear, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm going to actually say, you know, like there's the listening, but then there's also the hearing, mm -hmm. right? Because <laughs> it's an interesting thing. I was talking to my son and, and um, he was asking about, we were talking about um, higher power and, and I was like, do you ever talk to God? He was like, um, I don't think this is what he says. I don't think God likes me that much. And I was like, well, why do you think that? And he said, because I don't ever, because I don't ever hear him talk back. And it, it sparked a really amazing conversation about listening and about, about noticing what you're hearing and where it comes from. Right. Because I think that sometimes when we, we, we expect to this, you know, like the skies and heavens to open up and the light to shine down and and this is what you do. Right? <laughs> and I don't think it always happens like that. Mm -hmm. right? <laughs> so I have this conversation with my son, like, well, you know, if you listen, the messages may be coming from different places. They may be coming from inside or they may be coming from the people around because everyone that you interact with has a message. And if you're listening for something, for, if you're listening for something specific, or if you're just listening, you have to be able to hear those messages. And that's, you know, one of the things that when we're, when we're too mired in the noise, the noise of our own internal dialogue about ourselves, the, the noise of the world, then you can't hear, you can't hear the, the message that you need to be obeying. Oh, yeah. You can't hear the assignment that's coming to you mm -hmm. if you're too mired in the noise. And that's a lot of um, you know, the work that you do and the work that I do, um, specifically for me, I think the work we do is similar, but very, but different, you know, for me, it's like getting in touch with that unconscious mind, that, that part that will allow you to get rid of the noise, that running dialogue that's going in your head all the time so that you can be clear about what you're hearing and what's, what's false and what's not, mm -hmm. you know, distinguishing mm -hmm. what's false and what's not. So you actually, yeah. um, walk the path that's that's congruent with the actual message with what the actual design the assignment that you're given right 
So I think that listening is so key and so important. And I, and I think that then when you hear it, you know, we'd be liking to ignore stuff. <laughs> when you hear the knock, when you get the message, and, and here's the thing, I'm, I'm clear for myself at least that the mess, when the message comes, if you don't heed the message, oh, it'll come again. Two, three, if you miss it the first time, the message will be delivered multiple times. And then if you don't heed the message, you know, I like to say, Wiley, like Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner, the anvil will get dropped on the head. <laughs> you know? yeah, that's true. In a major way. So that's what's happening in the world today, you know, mm-hmm. that ambles are dropping because there's a message that we're not heeding. Oh, yeah, it's very fair. We get ample chances to receive. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. it's just a choice. And I have people like clients who are just kind of like, well, why is this happening to me? Like, it could have been told to me in a more subtle way. And I'm just like, it was. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, let me tell you when, and let me tell you where. And that's how I'm able to right. navigate. And Good. I uh, love it. Like you were saying with the listening, that is probably the most important part of obedience is the actual re- receipt of the message, right? Through mm-hmm. that listening that um, just requires like attunement, right? Like you, you just have to be attuned mm-hmm. to hear yeah. different right and to hear past the noise uh, it's kind of like look listening. and that's our next part look and that that I, i'm gonna just call it right now not 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 the end of the episode but I, i'm gonna call it because i just heard something i gotta get you back on because the next thing we talk about the next thing we talk about it's been in my head how to develop the listening how to like you know like just a conversation on that right anyway oh yeah i'm, I'm yeah no, I want to continue, continue. I just, I'm like, Ooh, another, uh, no, I, I would, I would love, that's my favorite part of coaching is helping people clear yes. the, because if I can clear the noise for you, then it makes obedience that much easier. Cause at the end of the day, I'm trying to get you to obedience and discipline also. So if this is what's in the way, okay, let me help you get that out of the way. It's like listening that's, to that station. That's like, you know, that, that, that you're like, <laughs> right. But to someone else, like they can understand something, like yeah. they can see something from there. And for you, it's like, no, nah, this mm. is just noise. But like, right. even for like, for example, those with the gift of clear audience who can hear things, like you audibly hear messages. Some people, yes. it doesn't come that <laughs> way. Um, this is part of how I help them to hear better is listening to that crazy station. Right. And mm-hmm. that it helps you to start picking out like a- after a while, it becomes like music. Right. Mm-hmm. Where, where else to other people's static noise, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just a reframing mm-hmm. of your listening, mm-hmm. how we reframe mm-hmm. your vision, you can reframe your all of your senses can be reframed and attuned differently. Mm-hmm. But people just mm-hmm. aren't equipped with the tools because it's like, gotta hit my deadlines, gotta go to work, gotta be a mom, gotta, you know, and it's like, right, right. Doing- I'm like, okay, let me teach you how. So it's just kind of like each one, reach one type of a thing where you just got to keep Absolutely. people for the greater good of, of the work Absolutely. being done. Absolutely. Well, girl, you know, we get into it and it can go on. So 
I, I think it's a good pause point because I really do. I'm like, seriously now, I'm like, you know, it took us a long time to get you on the first time. We're not going to do this again. <laughs> okay. I'm going to send you a link as soon as we are done. <laughs> so we can, we can, we can get to part two of this. I'm not, I'm even going to put part one as the title because then people are going to expect the part two. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, so we are both being held accountable. I am calling it to the mat. Look, I'm I'm the one that's always gonna hope like speak it to the masses because they're gonna be like, hey, where's that part two? <laughs> you know? So um I, I first of all I just wanna thank you um for, for many things, right? For for who you are for me, for um, you know, just your gifts and to the world, who you are for the world. Um, and for also just for being here and having this conversation, you have the busiest schedule in the universe. And, um, <laughs> so for you to take the time to, you know, to come and uh, be with us today is just a blessing. And so I just, you know, thank you. And, you know, you know, I love you from the, from the depths of my souls and beyond lifetimes. Uh, and so I just, you know, thank you. And, I want you to make sure that the audience knows how to number one, buy your book. Number two, reach out to you, like how they follow you on social media and you know, give your website, all right? Okay, okay, oh my gosh. First of all, thank you. <laughs> thank you for all the same thing. Right back at you. This was great, this was great. I love you too and I'm, I'm here, I'm ready to come back. And this is all right, good. my book. Um, no time to waste. This is what the cover looks like. So you can find it on Amazon. Um, if you are interested in having a hardback, you can simply go to my website and um, the website will give you all three options, whether you want hardback, paperback or Kindle or whatever version you want. And the website is elevatewithdrk.com. So everything about me is Elevate with Dr. K. And it's just elevate. Oh, just like this. Elevate with DRK. And <laughs> there it is. <laughs> right. So website, elevatewithdrk.com, social media handles at elevate with DRK, um, YouTube channel, elevate with D Dr. K, DRK. Um, and then for the practice, for information about the practice, it's going to be uh, mbswellness.org because it's Mind Body Spirit Wellness Center. So mbswellness.org is the website and our social media handles are um, across the board are at Mind Body Spirit Wellness Inc. Awesome, and awesome, awesome, awesome. And by the way, you guys, we're gonna have all of these links in the show notes, whether you're listening uh, for, uh, audibly or whether you're uh, watching it on YouTube, you can check the description, all of the links to the practice, to um, her website, to the book on Audible, I mean, on Audible, on Amazon, <laughs> Audible's coming, see that download, you know, <laughs> all, all of that is, is gonna be in the show notes. So check out the show notes to reach out to Dr. K. Um, once again, to my listeners, I thank you. Without the listeners, there is no podcast. Uh, please, uh, if, you, if you like this, podcast, if you like this conversation, if you like these conversations, share them because, you know, my whole intention is to get these conversations out to the masses to transform people's lives. And if you love it, 
leave a comment, leave a review. So the people who are coming after you know that this show is going to transform their lives as well. So thank you again for the listeners. You guys have a wonderful rest of the day and a wonderful rest of the week. Go check, check out Dr. Che, Dr. K, Dr. Che, Dr. K. <laughs> and uh, we will see you on the next episode. Namaste. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. We hope you enjoyed this one as much as we did. Remember to go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we release a new episode. Also, this is truly a movement for us, and I'm committed that this message reaches the masses. However, I am clear that it is you, our listeners, who help us to grow. So if you like this podcast, I would love and appreciate if you'd let us know. Leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and then share it with just three of your friends. We want to expand our reach and bring transformation to all of our brothers and sisters out there who are still seeking more freedom, purpose, and peace of mind in their lives. And finally, if you want to learn more about how to join our community, it's simple. Go to www.mindremappingnation.com. And if you're interested in learning more about NLP and hypnosis and how you can learn and train with us, consider looking at our upcoming classes. You can read more about that at remapmymind.com or schedule directly if you want more deep work at remapmymind.today. As always, we love and appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Namaste.